Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, savers, and welcome back to the podcast. I have a bone to pick today and a little bit of an announcement as well. They're kind of rolled in together. But if you've been following me for a while now, you know that I have been the person who has always said that you can still pay yourself with inconsistent income, that you can still save with inconsistent income. I've been the person who teaches my clients how to pay themselves every single month a consistent income, even if their sales are inconsistent. So I have a lot of thoughts about inconsistent income. I just believe that it is normal and to be expected in entrepreneurship. And I think that when people say things like hit consistent 10K months or get consistent sales, I think they mean well, but I think subliminally they're sending this message that if you don't have consistent income, you're doing it wrong and everybody else does have consistent income. And that's just wrong. Like I'm in the back end of everybody's businesses. Nobody has consistent income. Not the seven figure earners, not the multiple six figure earners, not the five, nobody has it. (laughs) So even though I think that those marketing messages are well-meaning, I think they send this subliminal message. So anyways, I have had a lot to say about inconsistent income and about everything you can do in spite of it. But today I kind of want to flip that narrative on its head, my own narrative. I want to flip on its head. And part of what I want to do is start with an announcement. So inside of my program, Six Figure Saver, I haven't made a formal announcement yet, but I've started completely removing the vocabulary inconsistent income from my vocabulary. Like I don't use the term inconsistent income anymore. I've tried to scrub it from my curriculum. I'm sure it's still somewhere, but I'm really being intentional about not using the word inconsistent income anymore because I think it has a negative connotation, even if we reclaim it, you know? I still think that there's this negative connotation that is associated with it. And instead, I've replaced the term inconsistent with variable. Entrepreneurs have variable income. The variation goes up and down. But you can control the variation, right? You can take the next six months off and pretty much not always, but let's say pretty much guarantee that your income will dip. You can go really hard and push sales and do a lot of marketing and make your income go up. The variation is controllable by you. And I love that term variable income for that reason, because it feels more in control and it feels less negative. And I promise this as a point, the reason I'm going off on this, on this tangent, on this rant, if you will, is because I want to share something with you today that I have been feeling for a long time. I've been talking about with my clients for a long time, but I want to talk to you about it as well, which is that 
90% of financial advice that you're going to find online is written for and by people with a fixed income. Oftentimes that looks like a nine to five. It can be other things as well, but most financial advice out there is written for and by people with a fixed monthly income. And that advice, although it's great advice for people on a fixed income, is irrelevant for people on a variable income. The way you manage variable income is so different than the way you managed a fixed income. So instead of trying to mold yourself to fit this advice that wasn't even written for you, I recommend you get advice from a person who also has variable income and is designing their financial advice for people with variable income. Let's let's go through some examples. Hide money from yourself is a really common piece of advice from people on a fixed income, like put money in a 401k, put money in separate savings accounts, like hide money from yourself so that you don't spend it or you don't have a chance to spend it. A lot of that advice comes from the possibility to have payroll deductions. So on your on your paycheck, the company will take money out and put it in your 401k or put it in your HSA for you. And they're literally hiding money from you before you get the chance to have it. That doesn't apply to entrepreneurs. First of all, we don't have those kinds of payroll deductions. Even if you have a W-2, you're the one setting it up, right? My advice instead is to simplify the hell out of your banking. My clients have four bank accounts, business checking, personal checking, business savings, personal savings. Simplify the hell out of your banking so that your money can flow easily and then you can get back to work, right? Instead of hiding money from yourself, learn how to manage the money you have without needing to spend it, and then go back to making more money. Another piece of advice, oh, this one gets me too. Cutting expenses is the best way to save. That's the general vibe I get from like 90% of financial advice is cut expenses. Learn how to budget, do no spend challenges, pay off your debt, cut lattes out of your life, lower your car payment, refinance your home. Like all of this stuff is all about cutting expenses being the best way to save. Now that advice makes total sense for someone on a fixed income because they cannot easily increase their income. Mathematically, the best way is to cut expenses. That is not applicable to entrepreneurs who literally spend money to make money. If I were to give my clients the advice to cut their expenses as the best way to save, I actually may be putting them further back because if they cut expenses that are helping them make more money and then they therefore make less money, (laughs) they're going to have less money to save. So instead, what I tell my clients to focus on is not cutting expenses, it's increasing their income. Like remember what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, you have variable income and you can control the variation. Go control the variation and make more money so you can save more. And in Six Figure Saver, we talk about how to do that with money-making mindset and eliminating money-blocking thoughts. We also talk about 
how to make good spending decisions, make good investing decisions, but we never really talk about cutting expenses unless it's an expense that you already want to cut. Like unless it's a spending habit that you are not happy with, we're not going to ever suggest you cut your expenses. We're always going to suggest that you find a way to save without cutting expenses and go make more money so you can save more. Okay, the third piece of advice that I hear all the time that grinds my gears, it doesn't grind my gears, it makes sense for people on fixed income, but it doesn't make sense for entrepreneurs, is automate your monthly savings. Turn on an automation so that your money goes into the account, and it's again, it's another version of like hide money from yourself. And the reason I don't like it is because we have variable income. So many of my clients get freaked out at the idea of setting up an automation because they don't know how much money's coming in and out of their account on any given month. And so the idea of setting up an automation, it's like, well, how much do I set and how do I know I'm going to have that? And what if I overdraft? It's, it's just adding a layer of complexity that's unnecessary. And you're often going to have to go in and turn off the automation anyways. What I recommend instead is to set up your cash flow waterfall. Your cash flow waterfall is the first thing I have you do in Six Figure Saver. What you do is you determine your monthly break even point. This is what are your break even expenses your payroll costs, your software costs, your coaching costs, whatever costs cost to run your business every month. That is your break even. And then in the months that you make more than your break even, you save the difference. And in the months that you make less than your break even, you pull money from your working capital to cover the difference. It's not automated because every month your income varies, but it's super simple. I have my clients create a plan on a page that they literally pin up in their office and they don't have to think about it. And again, they get to set up the system and then go back to making more money so that they can save more. Okay. So why am I talking about this? Why am I talking about variable income and how financial advice that's designed for people with fixed incomes isn't helpful? The reason I'm talking about this is because my belief is that it is enormously easier to save 100K on a variable income. The, the general narrative that I hear is that entrepreneurs have it harder with their money. It's harder to save as an entrepreneur. It's harder to pay off debt. It's harder to buy a house. It's harder because you have a variable income. And my experience with my clients is that it is easier to save a lot of money on a variable income than it is on a fixed income. Because people with a fixed income, they really do just have cutting expenses. Like that's the best way to save when you're on a fixed income is to cut expenses. And you also still want to work on increasing your income, but it's a lot slower, right? You have to wait for a promotion cycle. You have to wait to get a new job. You have to wait to convince your boss to give you a raise. It's a slower process. So the best thing you can do in the moment is cut expenses. And you can only cut expenses so far. I mean, like... We're all experiencing inflation, cost of groceries going up, cost of gas going up, housing. So you can really only cut so far. And once you've cut as far as you can go, that's what you get to save each month. Now, when you have a variable income, 
you can save in lump sums. Every single 100K club member that I've talked to who has saved 100K, they talk about the importance of lump sum savings, of learning how to save lump sums, and how saving lump sums has sped up their speed to 100K. What that looks like is when you have a client pay in full unexpectedly so you can dump 10K into savings, or when you have a six-figure launch and you fund your 100K savings in one go, Even if you end up spending that savings, which you will, because that's how entrepreneurship works and that's how variable income works. And also we always save to spend. So even if you end up, even if you end up spending that savings later, it's so much easier to save a lot of money fast on a variable income. Because entrepreneurs can create lump sums whenever they want. Now, you may not believe that. You may be like, Gina, it's easier said than done. You can't just create sales whenever you want. And we can argue about that later (laughs) because I will argue with you on that. But this narrative that money is harder as an entrepreneur is bullshit. It's bullshit and I'm done. I'm done hearing about it. Like, it does not have to be harder. In fact, so many aspects of money are easier when you have a variable income. And I want you all to start acting like it. Like, it's time to start acting like it. Money is easier with a variable income. And if you believed that, how would you show up to your money differently? How would your relationship with your money change? How would your relationship with your savings change? How would you show up differently if you believed money was easier in entrepreneurship than in a nine to five? And to some people that may sound really easy, right? You may be listening to this and you may be like, yeah, fuck yeah, like I'm ready to go. (laughs) Some of you may be listening to this like, that's not been my experience. My money was so much easier when I had a nine to five, right? You have your own lived experiences, And I'm not trying to argue with your lived experience in any way, but what I'm trying to do is offer you an alternative viewpoint. The alternative viewpoint is that maybe it could be easier. Maybe you could save a lot faster. Maybe you could afford to buy a house this year and you didn't even know it. And if you just entertained that possibility, how would you behave differently. And that's all I have for you today. It's really just a thought experiment that I have for you, a possibility that I want to pose and a possibility that I want to bring forward in the online community. Okay. If you're like, okay, Gina, this is all very heady, but I need some like concrete advice. I need to see this in action. I want to invite you to register for my masterclass on February 3rd. I'm hosting a masterclass. This is my first masterclass in like over a year. And we're going to talk about saving your first 10K in 30 days. So we're going to take all of this information and bring it down to earth and bring it into the example of saving 10K in 30 days and how you can do that with a variable income. This entire masterclass is designed for and by 
people with a variable income. You will not find anything about no spend challenges or cutting your expenses. You will not find advice about hiding money from yourself. You will find advice that is tailor-made for entrepreneurs. Specifically, if you're scaling your business and you're scaling your income in 2023, I want you to join now. Okay? I want you to join now. On the masterclass, I'm going to take you through saving with a variable income. I'm going to take you through neutralizing debt and how important neutralizing debt is to your savings journey. And then I'm going to take you through the number one mindset shift that my clients go through in order to save money fast. Okay. So we're going to take you through those three things, and then I'm going to invite you to join us inside six figure saver for the 10 K in 30 day challenge. I am so excited for this challenge. We're kicking off our challenge on February 20th, and it's going to be 30 days of saving 10 K. Every single week is going to have a different theme. I'll walk you through the themes on the masterclass. I'm not going to get too far into details now, but the whole purpose of the 10 K and 30 day challenge is to put into action what you'll learn on the masterclass and really to push your belief of what's possible. Because if you can save 10 K in 30 days, saving hundred K in 12 months is mathematically possible and also like emotionally and energetically possible, right? Because if you can save 10K in 30 days, 100K in 12 months is in the bag. So this is as much a like strategic and exercise activity oriented challenge as much as it is a belief building challenge. We're really going to stretch what you believe is possible and and really help you prove to yourself that you can do it. So I am so, so, so excited to kick that off on February 20th. All right, so to recap, February 3rd, we're hosting our masterclass, and February 3rd, the doors to Six Figure Saver open for enrollment. If you wanna join us on February 3rd for the masterclass, go to the link in the show notes www.ginaknox.co slash masterclass. That's ginanox.co slash masterclass to register. And, and then we'll take it from there. I cannot wait to see you guys there. Mm-hmm.